Hello and welcome everybody to an episode of Bucking Sock News Podcast, powered by Two Bulls. Um, we haven't had one in, in quite a while, uh, and, and unfortunately, uh, we do apologize uh, to our listeners for that. Uh, but with that, uh, myself, Laramie Wilson, we've been hammered down, uh, probably busier than we've ever been. Uh, the PBR first half of the season individual season we shall say uh was crammed into the first uh five six months of the uh five months um of the year uh so that had laramie tied up with whoopaw and a couple other of his big uh hauling bulls um trying to get them to the pbr world finals and just gone 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 and with that uh me going to fraternity events me and laramie weren't weren't there together uh while we were home we had plenty of things on our plate to get taken care of but enough with the excuses um we're not going to have a special guest matter of fact it's just me um here today but i'm I'm actually kind of excited because we've never done an episode like this uh i feel like there's a lot to talk about in the bucking bull business um from from rodeoing to the pbrs to uh the the competition game and and we're going to talk a little bit about everything uh, we're going to talk about genetics. We're going to talk about uh, uh, recaps. Basically, uh, a, a review um, from November when our season kicked off in Guthrie, Oklahoma, or sorry, excuse me, Duncan, Oklahoma, for the first of uh, four 50,000 added events uh, produced by the American Bucking Bull Incorporated, and threw on uh, lots of other big things that have been going on in the rodeo, bull riding, and competition world. Uh, first and foremost, um, we want to reach out and, uh, let everybody know that we are thinking about you guys, uh, whether it be through the fires, the droughts, um, the, the excessive heat, uh, we know that it's tough, um, with the drought, hay, fuel, everything's just through the roof, but, uh, I do feel like that there will be, uh, some relief. Um, we saw something the other day that, uh, for the most part, most part of the country, maybe besides the Northwest, that uh, the end of July is supposed to be above average in rainfall. Uh, we may be too late, too far gone, but we can't ever complain about rain. Uh, the Texas Bucking Bull Association had to postpone their event the other day, uh, or actually coming up this weekend, uh, the 30th, because they, they, their pens are full. Uh, Granbury, Erath County, kind of been on fire. Uh, they're, they're battling that. Um, Tony Rose there with Wall Street Ranch has kind of opened her place up uh, to allow people that, that needed needed somewhere to go. Uh, I saw on Facebook uh, some pictures and videos, like every horse pin, every horse stall is full. All the pins are full from, from any kind of animal uh, that you can think of that they needed to get uh, evacuated from the fires. Um, so, so our thoughts are, are out with you guys, as well as I'm sure you guys seen on uh, social media as well. Uh, DNH Cattle Company's hay barn uh, caught on fire. Uh, not not only did they lose uh, an astronomical amount of hay, uh, but also their their hay equipment. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, Dylan Page with DNH Cattle Company uh, makes they make all their own hay uh, for all all the cattle on the ranch there in Dixon, Oklahoma. Uh, and with that, uh, I mean that, that's pretty detrimental. Um, right, right, kind of in in hay season. Uh, for for the 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 size of their operation, uh, and what what's that's going to do to them? Um, our, our thoughts are out with you guys as well with uh, 
DNH Cattle Company and and everybody. Uh, maybe not been in a fire, but uh, dang sure been battling the drought, worried about hay hay prices uh, and all that stuff. Uh, but with that, um, we're gonna jump into it. Uh, I've got I've got kind of a timeline and some notes wrote down, but I may get off track as. Like I said, I kind of want to go over uh, the the buck and bull industry as a whole, uh, and kind of some some top points to to talk about here um, on this episode of the podcast. So uh, with the two bulls uh, upcoming schedule, uh, we got quite a few events this weekend. That that would be July thirtieth, twenty ninth, thirtieth, thirty first. Uh, Newton Falls, Ohio, Evolutions Doubleheader in Venita, Oklahoma, as well as the uh, Buildings by Design. Uh, no credit bucking battle in Brush, Colorado, um, as well as the books close for the ABBI's uh, 100,000 added PBR Super Classic. What that means, uh, the bulls that enter that event will buck twice. Uh, they're in New Jersey. The payouts on on an aggregate. Um, the books close for that on Monday. Uh, recording this here on Sunday would be uh, tomorrow, August 5th. Um, Big Dreams Bucking Bull Association, Merced, California. Uh, Ada, Oklahoma, Claim a Bull Bucking Series, August 6th. Pocatello, Idaho, Western States Bucking Bull Association, August 6th. Uh, that's going to round out that week. Going into the second weekend of August, August 13th, Evolution Bull Competitions in Venita, Oklahoma. Kendallville, Indiana, August 13th. Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, that's still a to be announced uh, what we're what they're going to do there, but I believe it's going to be a team event. Don't quote me, uh, but I do believe a team event. Uh, Five thousand added Derby August seventeenth. That's going to be a Wednesday. Uh, nothing but try Ranch and Event Center, uh, and that's going to round out. Uh, I guess we'll just go on into that weekend here. Uh, Long Prairie, Minnesota, uh, the Carlson family, uh, August twentieth, the Champions Series. Another Fort Worth event on a Sunday. Uh, so, guys, there's a lot of events coming up, um, lots of co-sanctioned events, but uh, you, you pay the co-sanctioning fee and your points will count for the world standings. Uh, a lot of people have asked the world finals for the American Bucking Bull Incorporated. November 1st through the 5th, Las Vegas, Nevada. You guys uh, go ahead, put that on your schedule. Um, and, and keep in mind that the world finals qualifications are by money. Uh, world champions are crowned on the aggregate, uh, average score, um, of, of each class has a varial various, is it four outs? Is it six outs? Uh, one out of the finals, two out of the finals, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but you do qualify to the world finals by your position in the world standings by money. <coughs> All right, so the first thing I would like to get into here, we're going to go all the way back to, to November uh, and move our way forward. Um, but with that, the ABBI announced last year, kind of in, in conjunction with the uh, Maiden Fraternity, the 100,000 added Maiden Fraternity, that they were going to have uh, four 50,000 added events, uh, totaling 200,000. Uh, for those of you guys that uh, can't do math, I guess, that's pretty uh easy to, to see there but anyways four fifty thousand added events totaling two hundred thousand in added money uh produced by the abbi 
Um, those events were in Duncan, Oklahoma, Guthrie, Oklahoma, Waco, Texas, as well as Fort Worth, Texas, in conjunction with the PBR World Finals. So what, what this did was allowed Bulls to play for big-time big time dollars in, in a four-second out. Uh, this is the first time in, in ABBI's franchise history uh, that we have seen the amount of money paid out to these two-year-old competition uh, events ever. Uh, to this point, there's been over $2.8 million, uh paid out in prize money uh, for these bulls to compete for. And I'm not talking about the industry-wide two-year-old fraternity bulls only, $2.8 million, uh, roughly. That's, that's huge. Um, I mean, and, and, and with that, within these 50,000 added events, they, they implemented a limited payout series, or it wasn't really a series, but a limited payout new concept. Basically, what, what they did was everybody entered the open fraternity. Then if they had a, a non-winner as well in there, mixed in there, but, but in the limited example... Uh, if your bull was not under the, the threshold was the 50th place money earning bull in the world standings. If your bull was below that, he entered the, the fraternity just like every other bull. And, and then at the conclusion of that fraternity, if he didn't win a check in the open fraternity, he, he, he was then paid out in the limited payout. And, and I believe they took 15 or 20%. Uh, and, and it might even have been more than that. I'll have to check and, uh, see for sure but it was a decent amount of money that they took off the top and rolled it into the limited payout and we saw a lot of bulls uh go ahead and in and, and place and, and get a big payday uh that, that wouldn't have placed in in the open fraternity uh to begin with and there's a little controversy on that you guys can uh, come up with your own your own opinions uh but but i would recommend to to not bash that idea until you you've participated and you've been on either side of it and the reason that i say that is uh the the numbers in our entries is is what creates these payouts so if we don't have a way to pay and when we're talking about the limited payout that didn't place in the open i mean there was times where 90 points didn't get a check in the open so we're we're not paying 82 point bulls i mean we're still paying 89.8 89.9 90 point bulls uh in this limited payout uh and to matter of fact uh pull it up on my phone right quick and tell you guys uh, obviously, it's changed just a little bit because uh, we're we're a little further into the into the season than when these events were going on. But the the limited number was the fiftieth place bull by money. Uh, right now is twelve thousand five hundred and seven dollars and fifty three cents, uh, with an average marking of eighty seven point five eight. Has won twelve thousand five hundred and seven dollars in nine trips to town. Is the fiftieth place bull in the world standings by money. So, so you think, I mean, that's still a dang nice bull uh, that, that has an opportunity to get a check, uh, whereas when, when he wouldn't, um, j- just as you call it the old-fashioned way, which I still think there's a place for that. Uh, but, but it was interesting, and I, I think uh, kind of being at those events and hearing some of those guys talking uh, that, that were participating and entering and, and got a limited payout check, it kind of made things a little, little easy, a little nicer, uh, a little easier to keep going, to keep entering. Now, obviously, if you win a big check in the, in the limited uh, and, and bump yourself out of there, uh, your bull is now going to be in the open competing with the rest of them. So you kind of see the chain of the events, the thought process of, of that payout system um, as, as those bulls continue to win money, it makes it easier to enter them. They then they move up to the open uh, payout bracket and, and, and things roll on. So with that, the first event uh, was actually two weeks after the ABBI World Finals uh, last year. We rolled into Duncan, Oklahoma. 
for a 50,000 added event. I believe there was 194, 197 uh, competitors at that event. K22 Dempsey, Julian Cattle, Stacy Addison walked away the champion $43,891.67. Then the next, the next stop on this 50,000 added tour was Guthrie, Oklahoma. Ot3H, Magic Trick, Buck, DNH Cattle Company. So there's two events, Guthrie and Waco. The top five bulls that in that performance went on and bucked during the PBR's Unleash the Beast. Uh, the top five from Guthrie went on to Oklahoma City. The top five from Waco went on to Little Rock. Uh, so the top five, uh, and it was paid out on a two-out aggregate uh, highest combined score. Uh, all five bulls got the minimum fifth-place check, uh, period. But they were able to swap positions, uh, and we did see that happen one time from uh, Waco to Little Rock. Uh, but Ot3H Magic Trick held on. I believe he did win the, the performance in Guthrie as well in Oklahoma City. Took home $38,936. Uh, moving on to Waco, uh, I believe uh, Fast Flow uh, from uh, Lone Star, AFCO Outlaw, uh, handled by BS Cattle Company, was the champion after the performance in Waco. Uh, but after the performance in Little Rock, uh, the PBRs unleashed the beast. Fast Flow moved, dropped down one position to second. Mr. Vaccaro ended up the overall champion, taking home $32,595. Uh, and in, in Fort Worth, in conjunction with the American Heritage PBR World Finals uh, in May, there was the conclusion of the 50,000 added events. Uh, no consulate, or no next round, just four-second outing. Just uh, mimic the format in Duncan. 12H Orbit, $28,208. Uh, so, so we're looking at, you guys can hear those, and those are for four seconds. I mean, that's no, no strings attached. You didn't have to buy into that. That wasn't a series. You could enter one of those events. You could enter all of them, whatever fit your style. Uh, and, and those were the bulls that walked away the champion uh, with big, big time uh, paydays there. And as as I was saying earlier, uh, the the amount of money being up for grabs uh, for these two year old competition bulls uh, was was definitely um, is been outstanding. Rolling on to uh, the American Heritage Fraternity. Uh, it was fantastic uh, showing as well. Uh, we had more bulls paid into the American Heritage uh, than we have in, I'm going to say, the past four to five years. Uh, and, and I think a lot of that was that uh, when you registered your when you register your bulls, uh, for those of you guys that don't know, this has been in effect for a couple years now, uh, $7 of that registration cost automatically goes to the American Heritage. So there's no longer searching for spots, finding one you think is good enough, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Uh, it's 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 already there. You just got to maintain your payments, and you are good to go. Um, as far as that goes, uh, I think last year paid sixty thousand and some change. There was a limited payout within the American Heritage Fraternity as well, uh, and even still with that, it paid more than it's paid the last few years to win the American Heritage. Uh, DNH Cattle Company and Partners pick up their seventh. American Heritage title this year with 5H Cold Rolled Moore Hunter and DNH Cattle Company taking home $72,662.25 as your champion. Uh, interesting information here. We're, when we get into the classics, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit, but Cold Rolled, uh, sired by a full brother to Alakazam. 
uh, winning second place at the American Heritage 2022 H-09 Incognito, OK Corrales, Gordon, and DNH Cattle Company. 93.20. Cold rolled was 94.08. Um, Little genetic information here. Incognito, a embryo calf uh, of the DNH Cattle Company program, sired by 56Z Lifting Lives and out of the 2020 2020 uh, ABBI BSN Dam of the Year. That's pages 039, a surefire daughter. Uh, so that bull uh, has been actually outstanding this year as well. Um, Number coming in third place at the American Heritage McGuire's H02 McGuire Ace of Spades 5G Monte Monte and Reed all partnered up on the bull, posting a score of 92.56, taking home $32,786.63. I believe that's a magic maker son out of a Houdini female. A couple bulls that uh, we, we hadn't seen quite all that much. Pages 23H, Bob and Jerry Adams, Moore, and DNH Cattle Company posting a score of 91.92, taking home $26,583. And to round out the top five at the 2022 American Heritage, page 161H, Julian Cattle, Stacey Addison, and DNH Cattle Company, I know for a fact, uh, was a bull that we hadn't seen, but maybe once before. Uh, was pretty outstanding that day, I believe, as a bruiser son. 91.60, uh, $19,494.75. Uh, when we talk about the top 20 paying spots in the American Heritage, it took a 89.52 to get a check. That was good enough for $7,089. Uh, and the 20th place uh, position was 61-0, Bougie Boy, Ashton Cooper, and Scarborough. Just want to give you guys a little bit of a... Uh, uh, mark there uh, coming up 2023 American Heritage 89.52 um, there in Fort Worth. So as we roll on um, from the American Heritage, the 50,000 added events, I do want to touch uh, the 25,000 added event uh, presented by ProVantage Animal Health in Perry, Georgia. I did go there myself. Unfortunately, didn't have any luck. Uh, it's kind of my <laughs> kind of been my thing uh, with my two-year-olds this year. They've uh, they've been a struggle. But needless to say, that was a twenty-five thousand added event presented by ProVantage Animal Health in co- conjunction with a uh, PBR Touring Pro and Classic competition. Uh, Medicine Red was your champion there in Perry, Georgia. Um, the next thing on my on my list here to talk about with you guys, I kind of want to go, uh, kind of dig into it a little bit. We're going to talk about genetics. We're going to talk about average score. We're going to talk about uh, money won so far. And to kick it off, we're going to go into the yearling world standings by points. Now, before I catch a lot of backlash, there's a lot of sanctioned events. There's a lot of things going on. So, so with that, uh, the system. This is what I'm reading on ABBI Reg right now. Uh, so, so there's been like, for example, there was a couple, there was an event last weekend that was a sanctioned event at LJ Jenkins house. Uh, there was a couple heifers there that are right teetering right there on the one, two, top five, uh, you know, in the, in the world standings on their average score. Um, depending on when those results come in and get turned in, in the, in the, in the standings get updated. Uh, but until then, this is how it reads right now, uh, as I'm recording this podcast, uh, I think you guys are going to be uh, blown away. Maybe not, but but it's finally starting to come to fruition of how good these heifers are and, and how much money they're winning uh, in their yearling year of competition. The top three females um, in the yearling fraternity world standings are heifers. 
uh, and we drop down to the fifth place. One's also a heifer. Number eight's a heifer. Uh, I mean, the heifers are, are kicking that ass this year. Uh, no other way to put it. Um, they're, they're, they're winning lots of money. They're posting big-time scores. Uh, and it's really cool to see. One, one year uh, of competition, drop the hammer, get those earnings, and, and, and put them females in, in the herd uh, to raise buckers. As, as people say, breed to the rankest bulls you can get your hands on. Now we have proof. You know, a lot of people have bucked heifers in the past, but they, they don't have the earnings. They don't, they don't have the resume uh, as the heifers are, are building nowadays, which I think is going to be really cool in 10 years to look back at, at the fraternity world champion that was out of a yearling world champion that was a heifer. Uh, whether that happens or not, I don't know, but, but I can definitely foreshadow, foreshadow that, um, it, it, that it's a possibility that it could happen. So the number one yearling in the world standings, uh, this does say right here, as of July 13th, was the last time this was updated on abbireg.com, 604 Bar J1, they call her Belladonna, Double K Cattle Company, Jim and Shannon Barr. Uh, has an average score of 90.79 with six outs, $7,852.42. One thing I do want you guys to keep in mind as we go through this uh, yearling world standings, the yearling events have kind of been going on here and there, but we haven't got into the yearling series yet. We'll get into that later. Some of the big, bigger yearling events are just now kind of kicking off uh, as far as that goes. Uh, Belladonna was raised by Travis Medvey, sired by a Buck Autism Son 56D, and out of a uh, Travis Medvey TM Cattle Company female, uh, I believe going back to the to the Superior Genetic 604 cow uh, that's been a great donor. That heifer was purchased out of the BS Cattle Company uh, Buck and Heifer sale back in Abilene at the Spring Fling. Uh, the number two ranked yearling in the world right now, 141, they call her Sweet 16, Rockin' T Ranch, that's the Tolmans, uh, Diggers, Pat Walter, Travis Lefevre, Big Shot Rodeo, and Six Bar C, the Cox family, 90.74 average marking uh, on seven trips to town, earning $12,232.03 right now. Uh, this heifer, you're going to hear in this yearling category, uh, the Gene Baker breeding program, uh, this heifer uh, was in the belly of a cow that they had purchased uh, from the Gene Baker sale. Uh, I guess it would have been last year, uh, whatever. Uh, 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 she was in the belly of a Gene Baker cow that they purchased. Uh, that little heifer's been been outstanding. Uh, S4 Circle S Bucking Bulls in the number three position with 1007 Linda, $9,314 earned, 90.48 average with five trips to town. Uh, this one is going to be a Billy Frank, I do believe. Uh, Billy Frank and out of a Pages U30 female. Um, if I have my my memory serves me correctly, uh, Colby Simmons and his dad had bought, uh, I don't know, three or four heifers out of the Gene Baker sale a couple years ago as weanlands. They, they, they weren't bucked. They were straight off the cow. They didn't know anything about them besides looking at their at a picture of them and, and their genetics. Uh, and let's just say uh, S4 and Circle S made some outstanding purchases that year. Number four in the world standings, Platinum Bull Company and Kevin Crawford's 120J Reserve Not Met. Uh, 90.18 average score on five trips to town, $11,477.31. Uh, this bull posted a big, big-time marking um, in Claremore, Oklahoma, the Rafter C five-star fraternity series finale. Uh, that was June 18th, 94.60 points. Um, I believe that bull was raised by uh, 
Platinum Bull Company, uh, looking at the genetics right now, sired by Ellis 514, uh, which was AKA Blonde Blizzard. That bull had over 100,000 in earnings, a 48X son, and out of a Lone Star female, a high tensile daughter, uh, and I was correct, raised by Chase Love and Platinum Bull Company. Rounding out the top five in the yearling fraternity world standings, 1009 Judy, S4 Circle S Bucking Bulls. You guys didn't clue on to the name there. Another heifer, 89.77 average score, five trips to town, $8,486.25 earned in the 2022 season this one also a billy frank out of a shepherd hill sod buster uh daughter i believe this is the heifer that has the the yearling uh record score right now it is uh back in april at the evolution bull competitions two bulls challenge 95.20 points uh putting up big big time markings there so that rounds out the top five of our yearling fraternity world standings as I turn the page here in my notes. Okay, so a couple things to touch on here. We're going to go to the Junior Fraternity World Standings. Uh, the finals for our junior competitors is always a little earlier uh, to give those kids an opportunity um, to have a finals uh, in the summertime uh, where they can attend it, as well as uh, also give those bulls a, an opportunity to go ahead and qualify for the Open Fraternity World Finals. Uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, but with that, the junior finals will take place in Amarillo, Texas, coming up August 26th and 27th. Uh, there will be a silent auction in Amarillo for the junior the junior members. Uh, try to raise some money for some prizes and awards, uh, as well as some cool things that uh, Leanne and J.W. Hart have planned for the junior competition moving forward. Uh, some really cool stuff. I know I'm pretty sure we have a safari hunt, uh, some really cool um, semen donations, uh, things from guys, uh, Cody Lostro, HD Page, uh, DNH Cattle Company, uh, Brandon Stewart, BS Cattle Company. Uh, the, the list goes on uh, of some really cool donated items for our junior competitors in the silent auction. But we will crown a junior fraternity world champion. And Amarillo. They will receive a Kelly Slover gold buckle that indicates that. And right now, leading the pack, double O eight rip. Wasey Hart TNT Bucking Bulls, $8,004 in earnings, 91.41 on an average score of five outs to five trips to town. And as we get down the list, you guys will realize that this Canadian Mist Sun out of a Magic Maker female. Uh, has a commanding lead on the pack, but he has to do it at the finals. Uh, the, those outs do count towards the average score to crown a world champion. Uh, so with that being said, um, he's got to do it there, but I will say that bull has been outstanding. Big-time fan of Rip. Number two position, 001 Piff, a.k.a. Pay It Forward. Grayson and Weston Lopez, $5,198.94. 89.48 average on seven trips to town. Uh, Piff is a bruiser son uh, that came from uh, Gene Baker. Uh, this bull did pick up the win in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, junior fraternity, 92.96 points. Big time outing there in Fort Worth. In the number three position all the way from North Carolina, 048 Larry, Brooklyn Hildebrand, checkered flag land and cattle, 89.20 
Average marking $3,598.50 pocketed this year for Brooklyn. 11 trips to town. I'm going to say eight of those 11 have been in Oklahoma or Texas from North Carolina. They put the miles on Larry, and it looks to be he is handling it. Hart and Huntley Ogden team up on the number four ranked junior fraternity bull going into the finals. Odd 18 Cracker Jack, $4,103.88.92 on six trips to town. Uh, finds him in the number four position. Uh, sired by Shepherd Hill Sodbuster and out of a life of the party female, out of the great real deal female of the claps. I do believe uh, JW and partners did purchase that cow. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. Uh, TBBK323 is a real deal daughter uh, and a fantastic producer. The mom to, uh, I think they called him bruised and bruised and tested, Uncle Gangster, uh, high cost of living. Uh, many, many good bulls out of that cow. And the number five ranked junior fraternity bull in the world standings, 57 short squeeze, Brindley Cody, Peyton Hilton, $3,198.88.70 average with five trips to town. Uh, Short squeeze, kind of a bull uh, we saw kind of come on a little bit. uh, The duo there teaming up out of a Pages R22 daughter on the bottom side. Haven't quite found the sire yet, uh, raised by Chase Love there as well. So that's going to be the Junior Fraternity World Standings Top 5. I'm going to stop real quick and say uh, all of this information can be found via ABBIREG.com, ABBIREG.com. Uh, you go to the standings 2022 season, and you guys can look it up by points, by money. I will post a link uh, in, in the uh, post um, with the drop of this episode where you guys can go through and look at this as well. Moving into the Cowgirl Fraternity World Standings, we will crown a Cowgirls Fraternity World Champ in Las Vegas with the rest of them. Uh, These Bulls, I believe, will buck twice as well as they have in the past. Ot one buzz. Michelle Flynn and Lyndon Flynn, $13,083. 90.64 average marking with 10 trips to town. This Bull has been pretty, pretty outstanding. Uh, for Michelle Flynn, sired by Hocus Pocus and out of a smooth move female, uh, an embryo calf, I do believe, uh, from the Flynn's breeding program. And matter of fact, Michelle Flynn holding in at the number one and two positions in the Cowgirls Fraternity World Standings. 035 Woody, Michelle Flynn and Lyndon Flynn, $7,781.50. 90.17 average with nine trips to town. This bull sired by a stone sober son, matter of fact, a, a, a litter mate, uh, per se, to the world champion, chiseled 10 bar C, and out of a pages 26W female, uh, raised by Lyndon and Eli Flynn. As we move on down to the number three ranked Cowgirls fraternity bull in the world standings, 68H White Dino is going to be the bull. Copper Creek Bucking Bulls G&K Cattle and Winrock $5,490 in season earnings with an 89.74 average with nine trips to town. White Dino actually picked up a uh, event win a couple weeks ago in uh, Duncan, Oklahoma for the claimable uh, event there, posting a 90.80 marking. White Dino Firebranded 68H was raised I believe by uh, Sean Sean Murray, Casey Lowe, sired by High Rolling, and out of a T18 Chance daughter, uh, the the I'd call it the industry favorite back then, the black and white paint 
uh, that was hauled by Tom Teague. Number four in the world standings uh, belongs to a lady that already has a Cowgirls fraternity gold buckle, Stacy Addison and Julian Cattle, 89.63, six trips to town, $5,077.75. I will say this bull, they kind of, he was in the open fraternity, then he's kind of went to the women's fraternity, kind of back and forth. Um, but he's been, uh, we saw this bull last year be a pile of points, uh, looking at his career earnings, $24,703, uh, did pick up the Calgary fraternity in conjunction with the American heritage, 92.16. Uh, so definitely a bull that, uh, has the abilities, um, to continue to be outstanding, climb the world standings as we close in on Las Vegas. Number five, round out the top five of the Cowgirls Fraternity World Standing, Sarah Underwood, Hook and W Ranch. Uh, that's going to be Katie Pershbacher uh, on the handle there, chasing her second gold buckle as well. 89.49 average with six trips to town. Uh, bar 11H sired by 12A Tugco. Tugco was a, uh, I believe he won third or fourth at the American Heritage Um in his day, as well as the uh, gold standard champion, Tugco, excess earnings of $180,000. Uh, Tugco, and out of a U28 female, uh, raised by uh, Cheyenne Owens. So the Cowgirls fraternity, uh, rounding out Michelle Flynn. She's holding strong at one and two, uh, chasing her first gold buckle. As we go to our open fraternity world standings, as we touched on those four 200,000 added events, 25,000 added event in Perry, Georgia. We're going to look at the overall season right now with the top five ranked fraternity bulls in the world standings. And as we say every year, every class gets tougher, uh, but it seems like the average score is higher. The dollars won, especially this year, are through the roof uh, compared to, to years past, as we've stated in uh, record-breaking numbers in franchise history. Uh, in payout of the ABBI. So let's get right into it. Number one in the ABBI fraternity world standings, Julian Cattle Company and Stacey Addison's K-22 Dempsey, $88,732.55 won this year, 93.20 average marking with 15 trips to town. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Tommy Julian and Stacey Addison on this one. Uh, we saw them guys, or them guys, Tommy and Stacey, come in uh, and partner with some guys on some cattle on competition bulls. They built a cow herd, but this is Tommy's first, like maybe a second year on his own, hauling his own bulls, feeding his own bulls, flanking his own bulls, and he's got the number one ranked bull in the country, uh, 93.20 average, uh, raised by Trey Kimsey, uh, Clay, Clay Taylor, and them. You guys know the story on this one, sired by Keith Stone, um, and out of a shakedown female. Uh, Keith Dempsey, obviously with a 93.20 average, has had some big-time scores, 94.56 in Duncan at the American Heritage South to win second in the open fraternity, 92.24, 93. I mean, big, big-time markings. The, the bull that we touched on earlier, uh, Magic Trick, is the number two-ranked bull, Buck and DNH Cattle Company, 93.12, 13 trips to town. Listen to this. $110,185.66. Guys, we're, we're, we're in month seven of the season, and our finals is a few months away. I mean, so these bulls still have an opportunity to win a bunch of money going into the finals 
let alone the, the finals payout. Magic trick, a hocus pocus son out of a surefire female. Um, that bull has been been phenomenal. 163H, Mr. Vaccaro, number three, Buck in DNH Cattle Company, 92.99. This is a bull we saw that led the pack uh, for most you know, the first quarter, first quarter and a half of the season, 18 trips to town, $129,874.58 in season earnings. That's, uh, that's pretty crazy to think about, um, in, in season earnings. Sired by a a bruiser's son, E40 black and blue, and out of a, uh, once again, a high tensile female. The number four ranked bull, another bull we touched on earlier in our 50,000 added recap, Webb OK Corrales Gordon DNH Cattle Company's H09 Incognito, $94,075.78, 92.73 with 13 trips to town. Uh, a, a lifting lives out of the 039, a surefire cow, past dam of the year. And to round out the top five, Outlaw, Lone Star, and AFCO bring us one with 92.71 average, 15 trips to town, $63,777.95 won this year. Uh, The Airtime Sun out of a smooth move female, 761H fast flow. But check this out. This was the inaugural maiden champion. His career earnings, now keep in mind he's just a two-year-old. His career earnings... $174,561.28. That big red's a bucker rounding out the top five of the fraternity world standings. Those those classes, the yearlings, the juniors, the cowgirls, and the open fraternity, for those of you guys that may be new listeners, they're all bucked with a Bucking Bull Pro 15-pound dummy. Bucking Bull Pro, the official dummy of Bucking Stock News and the ABBI. Um, Moving on to the Derby world standings, uh, by points, what that means is Derby is for three-year-old bulls with a live rider. Um, no, no more dummy. We're 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 moving up to to live riders, and that will be the transition for the rest of their career. Uh, three and four-year-olds in the competition world on into the PBR level, maybe find their way to a pro rodeo, PRCA truck, or or even just a breed bull pasture, what, whatever the case may be. But there's none better than Clap Cattle's I-17 so far this year, 91.97 average score, five trips to town, $16,567.25, sired by a bull they call uh, Jay Walker, I believe. He's a Margie time son. Um, Also on the East Coast, Clap Cattle Company, done a great job with that bull. Nothing but Tri Ranch, Diggers, Kinzer, and McCall, find themselves in the number two position with 909 blown away, 89.67 average, eight trips to town, $18,336 and some change. I tell you what, it's, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I've been to the nothing but try ranch and event center, uh, for, for a couple of their, uh, 5,000 added events. And I've seen blown away twice home field advantage, like like it's 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 set up for him uh and being the number two ranked bull in the derby world standings he's big and stout and, and's a bucker has has hipped himself or hit his head on the 90 and, and kind of had to go down the buck and shoots was just too close unfortunate luck uh there at the home field advantage chad takes him away chad jury takes him away from home bucks him on the road as a result 
number two in the world standings right now, sired by Westbrook, which was the best shot son and out of a Fandango daughter. The Super Dave uh, Fandango, kind of one of the first, I don't want to say the first, but one of the first uh, foundation sires for nothing but Tri Ranch. Number three bull in the Derby World standings, 902 Bad Spider from Schuler Bucking Bulls uh, in the Carey Riley Sanford. Seven trips to town, average marking 89.56. Uh, Bad Spider is sired by past competition standout, 5A after midnight, um, and out of a best shot female on the damn side. After midnight, had um, career earnings of $105,916.45 himself. Uh, was a midnight mood son um, as going on to produce bulls that can win money. Number four, 9005 Huckleberry, Buck and Fun Group and Red Laces. Finds himself in the number four position. $19,542.50 on the season earnings. Six trips to town, 89.39 average marking. Um, for the bull handled by Austin Patterson, sired by Bad Mama Jamma and out of a crunch time daughter on the damn side. Uh, this bull uh, has got a little bit of a, of a trigger in the buck and shoots. Uh, if they can get out clean, um, the bull has been pretty impressive. To round out the top five in the Derby world standings, Ogden Ranch and Eldred Cattle Company, that's Brennan and Jewel Eldred, uh, teaming up with Nathan Ogden, 904 Steady Mobbin. Nine trips to town, 89.12 average marking, 11,000 and some change on the season earnings. Uh, Steady Mobbin was a great fraternity calf as well as a uh, transitioning into the Derby deal. Big stout bull uh, raised by Eldred Cattle Company, sired by Redefining Cool, uh, which is going to be a maternal brother uh, to PBR Finals bull. Um, Bluestone, uh, about forgot, and out of one of the original females, um, I'm going to have to do a story. I think I've actually done a story on this cow, matter of fact. Uh, Whitney 797, kind of a blueberry wine, goes back to one of the original cows that Brennan and his grandpa had bought, um, the damn two steady mobbing, and the number five ranked bull in the Derby World standings. So as we roll on uh, to the classic world standings, um, this is kind of the, this is kind of the pinnacle, um, that these bulls work towards. We see them as yearlings. We see them as two-year-olds, three-year-olds, now four-year-olds. Uh, you'll see a, a 200,000 in, in bonus money awarded at the ABBI's world finals, uh, to the world champion. We'll get a hundred thousand dollar bonus as well as the finals champion getting another hundred thousand dollar bonus, uh, and it pays down a few holes. Uh, outstanding payday for the classic bulls, the four-year-olds of the American Buck and Bull Incorporated, um, and, and these are the bulls that are matched up at the Unleash the Beast series. These are the bulls that are going to be future short rounders, future bulls of the year. Um, Whoopaw riding solo. Uh, we you know them two world champion reserve world champion. Uh, it's it's been outstanding and, and these bulls come through the system. So it's actually really neat to watch these ca these calves come through their yearling year. Some of them show up their two year old year and you watch them all the way through uh, into their classic classic year of competition. Leading the world standings none other than 35F Cool Whip, Julian Cattle, Stacy Addison, DNH, and Crooked W. $56,000 and some change. Um, 
on the season, 91.41 with 11 outs of town. Now, here's the thing. Uh, they're at DNH Cattle Company. Uh, they're on a, on a rodeo card as well. They are uh, those bulls have a, have a chance to to qualify to the Classic World Finals, but also the NFR. Uh, cool Whip's been uh, the high mark bull the couple rodeos. Uh, he was just in Spanish Fork um, at the Extreme Bulls there, uh, as well as um, he he should be in Cheyenne here coming up, um, like maybe tomorrow. Um, anyway. Number one ranked bull, number two, 8194 Blue Duck, Corb McCoy, Grin, Jacobson, and Davis Ranch in Rodeo, Jerome and Tiffany Davis, $26,269.25, 90.57 average. Uh, Blue Duck raised by Jerome and Tiffany Davis there in North Carolina. Uh, I believe this bull's got three or four classic event wins sired by a Brutus son they call LaGrande, and out of a Houdini female on the damn side going back to chicken on a chain cord cord mccoy and partners uh number two and three ranked classic bulls tulsa time in number three position with a 90.38 average with 11 trips to town um this is also a bull at one point broke the fraternity record in san antonio uh the first bull to break the record in a long time since then it's been broke a few times but sired by call the law and out of a come on baby daughter uh, of Cord and Sarah McCoy's there in Lane, Oklahoma. Pretty blue roan holding into the number three position. Number four, 5G Flapjack Parker, OK Corrales, Gordon, and DNH Cattle Company. 89.98 average marking, seven competition trips. Uh, as again, this bull, I believe, has been rodeoing just a little bit, sired by Bruiser and out of a stone sober female on the dam side. Round out the top five. I uh, told you guys we would talk on this just a little bit. The American Heritage Champion Cold Rolled is out of a full brother to this bull right here, F20 Alakazam, Julian Cattle, Stacy Addison, Buck, and DNH Cattle Company, 89.86 average marking, nine trips to town in the classic game. Uh, another bull that was uh, we, we've seen on the rodeo trail um, out west as well, sired by Hocus Pocus, a past world champion himself, and out of O one fifty seven X A sixty six T hustling female that's been uh, fantastic in the breeding program of DNH Cattle Company. So there you have it. That's going to be uh, from your yearling all the way to the Classic World standings. A little bit about the top five. Uh, a little bit about their genetics, where they come from. Um, it's going to be fun to watch the rest of the season and how that transpires and when the ABBI will crown their world champions. Uh, now to get into uh, something a little different kind of on the, the rodeo trail just a little bit. This is our Sonic Drive-In High Marked Bull segment of the podcast. Uh, as we get into that, there's tons of events uh, go on from, from rodeo events, PBR events, extreme bulls, uh, Tour and pro events, I mean, the, the list just goes on and on and on and on um, from all of the events across the country. Uh, some bulls, you know, like on the rodeo deal, they don't have to be registered. They can come out of the woodwork, whatever the case may be. A little hard to track down some of this information. Uh, but for the most part, um, a lot of these bulls come through the ABBI. They come through the competition system. And, and if they don't, they're registered. At least we can figure out some information on them. Um, and a bull, uh, the Ram Finals, a.k.a. they changed the name this year to the NFR Open, Colorado Springs, Colorado. R62 Smokestack, Butler & Sons, 45.5 point marking. 
Um, this bull has had a fantastic season um, as as he he has since he started two times the NFR already. Uh, throwed off Stetson Wright in Colorado Springs um, in Greeley, Colorado. Short round they marked that bull of 48. We go back to Austin in March 47, Tucson 47. I mean Smokestack has been uh, phenomenal uh, for the Butler and Son Rodeo Company. Uh, we actually did a, a segment on this bull, an article, uh, sired by Flying Train and out of a, I believe, a, a Cowtown daughter uh, from the Butler family there. That's uh, Benny and Rhett Butler of Elk City, Oklahoma. Um, bull's been, uh, I mean, looking at the numbers, uh, could be in conversation for uh, PRCA Bull of the Year. Um, that bull's been uh, pretty, pretty dang outstanding. Uh, about every time the gate opens, Butler and Son have uh, quite a few big rodeos uh, to get those bulls seen by the right guy. Uh, I want to touch on uh, Sheridan, Wyoming, uh, Phenom Genetics and Sankey Pro Rodeo. Uh, they 804 time for Magic, 47-point bull score times two. He had two outs uh, at Sheridan, Wyoming. They marked him a 47 both trips. Uh, Mason Cooley and Colton Byron fell victim uh, to Time for Magic, uh, Time for Magic and Airtime Sun. Uh, so, so not only do we have Airtime Suns in the top five of the fraternity world standings, but also making uh, headlines here on the big-time bull scores on the PRCA uh, rodeo trail on a hunt for his first qualification to the NFR. Uh, let's move on to Springdale, Arkansas, PBR Challenger Series, uh, past NFR qualifier Lips, uh, hauled by Jenkins Cattle Company, posted a 45-point marking. Um, actually, uh, kind of, we also did a story on that bull. Uh, that bull was actually raised by myself um, in uh, the same calf crop as Milkman. Um, that was probably, to date, my best calf that I'd raised as far as competition. Uh, Lips making a way better rider bull. Uh, the high mark bull there at Springdale um, with a 45-point marking. As we go to maybe one of the most favorite PBR Tour and Pro events of the summer season in Big Sky, Montana, uh, Cord McCoy and partners had number one and two on the high mark bulls there, 524 cliffhanger, 45-and-a-half bull score, two times the NFR, two times the World Finals, um, big time bucker uh, taking home the high mark bull in Big Sky, Montana. Uh, Salinas, California, the Rodeo um, had a PRCA Extreme Bulls event. It's it's actually been a PBR in the past. I believe this year was the first uh, Extreme Bulls there. They they kind of kick off the the Rodeo that Wednesday uh, with with an Extreme Bulls Rodeo following Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, 6D regulator, humps and horns. Uh, that's Wes Ibrahimi, 46 and a half points. Um, I don't know if you guys saw or not, Cowboy Channel, Buckingstock News, whatever uh, outlet you follow. Uh, he was a high mark bull at the Areno Extreme Bulls as well. I believe they he was 47 or 47 and a half there. Uh, had a great showing, 6D regulator. Uh, is a bull that come from D&H Cattle Company uh, that Wes purchased from them. Um, that bull on a hunt for his first qualification to the NFR as well. Uh, and kind of looking at it, um, two outstanding trips as we kind of dive in just a little bit 
uh, to his season. Um, 46 and a half in Salinas, uh, 47.5 in Reno, 46.5 in Lakeside, California. Uh, Taylor Tovez got him rode for 87 points, Oakland, California's uh, PBR Touring Pro. Uh, so needless to say, he has a he might have a a little better day uh, than than some in in his up his sleeve, but but nonetheless, I mean, still a, a really really good bull. Uh, Spanish Fork Extreme Bulls in Spanish Fork, Utah, the Fiesta Days, six eighteen Gladiators Hammer, forty six points uh, owned by Frontier Rodeo Company. If you guys don't know what Gladiators Hammer is, uh, he's a red muley on the right hand delivery. He's big and stout. Uh, kind of been there, done that uh, throughout his career. Uh, we first saw him uh, come on the scene a couple years ago in 2020, uh, but this bull has been been lights out. They were 92 and a half on him, I believe. Uh, Braden Richardson was uh, in the performance of the Fiesta Days there in Spanish Fork. Uh, been to the NFR once, the PBR World Finals once. Matter of fact, it kind of <laughs> you kind of think that bull's been around. Uh, a little longer than that uh the spanish fork extreme bulls we we got to see uh, the best at frontier and dnh cattle company that's going to be powder river rodeo uh the best that they had to offer um cherry bomb coming in number two there 45 chiseled was there county jail uh magic carpet uh kingdom uh, i mean the, the list goes on uh big wave cool whip frontier coffees ohio grounds uh, great, great outing there. Great showing, as always, from Frontier Rodeo and Powder River. Uh, that's kind of going to round out there our uh, Sonic Drive-In Highmark Bull segment of this podcast. Cheyenne Frontier Days has started. Uh, the rodeo itself, the first uh, event of the PBR's team series, uh, will take place here this week there in Cheyenne as we'll keep you guys updated on the bull performances there. Um, a couple more things to touch on here in this episode. Uh, I feel like I've been talking a little fast, trying to get through lots and lots of information just to kind of keep you guys up to speed, dig into it a little bit. Uh, the ABBI Yearling and No Bull Left Behind series that will kick off in uh, Amarillo, followed up by the second event in Texarkana in September. Um and the finale going to be in Las Vegas. Um, the yearling series is kind of explanatory, open to the world. Uh, any yearling is eligible as long as they're ABBI registered. Noble left behind series, 7,500 in season earnings or less to be eligible um, for the Noble left behind series. Again, Amarillo in August, the end of August 26th and 27th. And, uh, Texarkana, September 23rd and 24th, I believe. Uh, and then the finale will be in Las Vegas uh, with the winner's bracket and non-winner's bracket payout uh, format at the series finale in Las Vegas. Um, so so we went through a lot of genetics, um, a lot of uh, pedigree information. Um, that's one thing that, that I feel like uh, with with bug and stock news that we do is is we touch on on genetics on original breeders on handlers the, it takes basically a militia to to make any anybody's operation uh, be functionable from who cares for the bulls on a day to day basis who flanks the bulls and, and and who raised the bulls and and what those genetics might be uh, and with that uh, myself and Laramie Wilson uh, we teamed up with with Jay Doherty and the ABBI this year 
to create uh, what we call the BSN Sire directory. And basically, any it was open um, for 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 I don't want to say consignments, but to to list your 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 sire in this magazine. Um, and and it's 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 uh, a a print magazine that that we take to events. Uh, that, that a lot of people have already got their hands on, whether it's just promoting an up-and-coming sire uh, in your breeding program or bulls that uh, have available frozen semen available on those. Uh, an example, we, we've touched on a couple airtime sons just on this uh, this episode. Um, you can purchase you know, your airtime semen for your upcoming flushes, uh, next year's AI uh, breedings. Plus, there, there's 38 bulls in this first edition of our sire directory uh next year we'll open it up for for bulls that that want to either a be a part again or new bulls that want to enlist in this and and this, there's a thing a little behind it like you have to market your deal i mean plain and simple um and so so we feel like that's a pretty good avenue to market what you've got going on in your breeding program but but with that ties into uh, people, people knowing, cause, cause you see on on social media and and what have you, like the same ten bulls that you can buy semen on, or you think you can, or that you can buy females on, or you're just waiting to see something pop up on social media that that you can't live without. But this way, these guys have have paid to be uh, to paid to advertise their sires and their breeding programs um, for for the people in our industry uh, to see. And, and, you know, whether it's buying frozen semen, whether it's, uh, you know, purchasing offspring uh, out of these top sires. Uh, and a lot of the top sires are are listed in this, in this magazine, as well as a lot of upcoming sires. As I said, 38 sires listed in the BSN sire directory. Um, we will have those... Uh, sire directory catalogs at uh any sanctioned events that laramie and i go to as well as of course the abbi events as well um so make sure you guys get your hands on one of those and uh take a look through it and and use it for for what it was designed for um in order to uh up your breeding program um and and laramie and i talk about it all the time on, on the podcast and not just that but with uh conversations with with other guys throughout the business that if you're not looking to improve, you're going to get left behind. And and as we've went through the the, the world standings in every age division, uh, some event champions, some high scores, uh, it's it's been phenomenal. And uh, with that, um, you, you got to keep moving forward. And and some of these bulls, and I'm not going to say some, but all these bulls that are offered in the sire directory that are being promoted uh, to the public would do just that. So I invite you guys to take a look at the sire directory um, as that's a, a really cool thing that, that we, we started this year and we're excited about uh, to see grow and, and see some things come from that. But as far as all that goes, guys, I, I really uh, I had fun uh, talking about bucking bulls from fraternity calves to classic bulls to, to, to high mark bulls on the rodeo trail. Uh, I enjoy every aspect of the buck and bull industry, uh, we kind of get caught up in, in the classic deal and or the, the competition deal, excuse me, the competition deal and, and all that. But the, the truth is uh, we're, we're fans of the buck and bulls, we're fans of the business, and we're fans of bull riding. And um, I think I think this episode went through and covered a lot of different stuff uh, 
for the first seven months per se. Um, and, and we do look forward to uh, a couple guys on the podcast uh, schedule. Uh, again, that's another thing with Laramie and I being busy trying to, to coordinate with with other guys as well uh, to take an hour or two out of their day to talk with us. Uh, but we are making an effort, um, a big effort to get that done. Um, and, and we, we appreciate you guys, uh, our listeners and our followers that do enjoy listening to the podcast. Hopefully you'll take something from this, uh, this episode. Again, I'll post a link to the abbireg.com where you can look up the world standings, the event schedule, um, and, and everything coming up and until next time we appreciate you and we'll see you down the road.